Hello and welcome back to the Prosecco Sessions, a weekly podcast discussing a host of topics over a glass of fizz or two. back to the Prosecco Sessions. Today I'm joined by Disney princess and queen of fabulous photos, Jordan Emily Brown, to discuss the art of outfit photography. Getting the right shot is one thing, but nailing the pose is another. So let's find out how to hopefully do both in today's episode. Hi Jordan, how are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you very much for doing this episode with me. Very excited. That's okay. <laughs> I'm excited. This is my first podcast. Oh my so god, I'm that's so excited. cool. <laughs> I actually love podcasts as well. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, this is even better then. I didn't know I was taking a podcast cherry, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, um, you know a lot about outfit photography from your amazing Instagram. So I thought you'd be like the best person to ask about this kind of thing. So- um, Yeah, well, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've been doing it for, for quite a while now. And um, I was just wondering sort of how long you've been taking outfit photos for. Um, so I'd say when, oh, I started blogging in 2014. That was sort of when I first started. And I'd say that I started taking the outfit pictures around like maybe like four months after I started like sort of blogging, so yeah. I started with beauty, and then I was like, oh, do you know, I saw people doing pictures themselves, and I was like, oh, that looks fun. Yeah. Um, but I'd never done anything like it before, so I sort of jumped into it and sort of saw where I sort of could go from there. Um, yeah. But it was very weird. Some of my first outfit pictures are quite something. <laughs> <laughs> and did you do like outside shots, or were you? Like for me, I was one of those people that started off taking them in my bedroom, like old school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took. Oh my gosh, I had. Um, I have a couple actually that's still on my blog, um, which were taken like in my very dimly lit living room in Brighton. Oh. Oh, and they are so bad. I literally look at them. I'm like, oh, cringe. And I think that was the only ones that I took inside, and then I went sort of outside more. Um, yeah. But I just sort of shot in, not in any sort of good locations. Like I try to focus on locations now, but back then I just basically shot in like a park or the yeah. forest. <laughs> Well, at least you can look back and think you've come a long way from uh, yeah, dimly lit exactly. rooms and things like that. So, <laughs> And so how do you find the confidence to sort of get out there and take them and not really care what other people think? Uh, I think this was a hard one because I think a lot of people think it's like really scary. Yeah. Um, and I think it is in a way, but like once you sort of do it over and over and over again it kind of you sort of become numb to it in a way yeah um even with my first few outfits I remember I was like okay I've got to do it and I've just got to have a laugh with it yeah I've got to think like even if people walk past and I'm like what is she doing I've got to think well I know why I'm doing it so really no one else's opinion really matters yeah and I think nowadays it's like I, I mean now I'm so I've done it so many times in so many different places and some of them are like busy and some of them are empty but like it's just sort of yeah it's like I'm numb to sort of the staring so I'm just kind of like whatever if you want to stare at me that's your thing but I'm just gonna do my thing because I know why I'm here I know why I've got to do it and I think yeah it just takes a lot of practice really the more you do it the more you're gonna feel comfortable 
And yeah. I think as well, you get like used to sort of the posing and stuff. Whereas when you first start, you're like, what am I going to do with my hands? What am I going to do with my legs? Like, what? I just happening? feel very, very awkward right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, if you look at some of my first pictures, it's just my arms are by my side and I'm just standing there and it's like, that's that's it. Oh. <laughs> so I, like, I couldn't think of anything to do. And then like the more you do it, the more sort of comfortable you become and the more you're you sort of just know what you're doing, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, do you still notice people looking at you and, like, do people look as much as people sort of anticipate that they will, you know? Um, I say it depends where you are, in a way, like, sort of, because um, in London, I think so many people do it now that people who live in London just don't really care, so they just, like, walk past and they're like, whatever, it's just someone taking pictures and trying to speak pretty. Um, if you go to somewhere a little bit more remote, so I had an incident in Vista Village in Oxford, mm. um, and I was shooting some pictures there, and people were so scary. Oh, like, God. I, I, I don't, I'm, again, I don't really notice it as much because I kind of try and have like a tunnel vision. So I just block out the peripheral and just think, right, I'm just focusing on me. Yeah. And then it doesn't really affect me as much. But even there, I was like, I could see them. Like, it was so obvious that even like, I was like, what is going on? Oh, here? no. <laughs> so I do I do notice sometimes but um yeah it's just very depends really depends yeah. where you are I think the tunnel um, vision's a good idea as well just focus on the person taking the photos and what you've got to do and just ignore everybody around you yeah exactly I think once you just sort of get into that zone it really yeah. helps definitely and with um places to get ideas and inspiration for your photos where do you find you sort of find inspiration really um it depends what where i'm going i'd say um so if it's london there's like a couple of very good inspiration accounts on london so like the visit london page you've got pretty city london pretty oh, little london that. yeah really lovely accounts so they'll post daily um if anything new pops up they're going to be like the first people to post about it so i'm always following them um just see if you know, a new floral display pops up that I need to uh, <laughs> go visit. <laughs> and, just, uh, and I'm like, oh, I've got to be the first one there, which is, like, difficult <laughs> when uh, everyone's going to rush there. Um, but, yeah, I'd say Instagram inspo accounts are a good one as well. So um, there's, like, a couple that regram travel bloggers, so they help. Um, specific tourism board pages are really good. So if you're oh. going to Rome on to like the visit rome page if you're going to you know anywhere really they'll always usually have a city tourism page oh, that's um, amazing. and they regram people yeah yeah it's quite helpful actually so that's how i get most of my ideas um and they'll always again they'll regram people um in that way and then yeah pinterest is always a good one um yeah. if you just google like a city that you're visiting i'll just be like most instagramable locations in washington dc and they'll all pop up and then that helps. And I think, where can I like slot myself in? Are any of these going to work for my feed? How am I going to do that? If, if Will it work on my trip kind of thing? So yeah, that's how I do it. Do you sort of tie your outfits in with certain locations as well? And think, oh, that would look really good against this kind of backdrop and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. So I always plan out my outfits with my locations and then I'll schedule days in. So my ah. general way of doing it is I'll start with the locations um i'll get like a google maps you can make your own maps on google maps um so i'll put all the locations into a google map um and look at where they are sort of in relative distance to each other um sort of decide wh- how you know wh- what days i could go 
if I'm on a trip for like three days and I can only do so many locations yeah. um, <laughs> so I'll like then like make out little like a little I have a table that I create and then I'll write down all the locations what I'd visit and then I sort of think about the type of colors that would look nice there sometimes I already have um, outfits that would look good but sometimes I work with brands regularly so I will look on their website and be like oh I'm going here um would you like me to feature this item because I think it'll look really nice um in this sort of location yeah and so yeah I'm always planning the outfits location I think a lot of people comment on that they're like oh your outfit matches perfectly and I'm like <laughs> yes it's not a coincidence <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize as well the amount of planning that goes into taking the outfit shots you know maybe I'm a bit naive but I thought oh that just happens to go really well oh, and no. <laughs> just on a whim oh that looks pretty let's take a picture here but wow that is a lot of planning <laughs> there's that... a lot going on behind the scenes sad to say that is dedication um, yeah, don't really notice but I do like I'll do like three outfits in a day in London so because I don't live in central London I live yeah. like on the outskirts so going in is quite um an effort yeah so I'm not gonna just like pay for a train ticket to do one outfit so I'll do three in a day and plan out the outfits to the locations that way as well that's a good idea so you kind of kill two birds with one stone in a, in a way yeah exactly <laughs> so um do you have like a signature pose that you go to when you know you're out taking outfit photos oh that's a good question um oh you know what? I have so many like weird poses that <laughs> it's um it's kind of hard to pick just one I think like you know, I used to have one which was just always my hand in my hair that used to be the one that I did in every shot was just a hand hair to the point where my mum and dad would be like can you just do something else Aww. with your hand <laughs> and actually looking at my feed now I don't do it as much um I just kind of tend to be a bit weird with my shots I just try and do something really goofy yeah um, so they like obviously like I always do a twirl if I have a twirly dress that would help <laughs> try and get it out um, but otherwise it just yeah I'm just always trying to have a laugh and just see what comes out and usually the weirdest pose that I end up doing is the one that I pick for the feed <laughs> see I found that I've perfected a little like I call it my hyena laugh where I'm just sort of laughing <laughs> at absolutely nothing and my oh, other half yes, I know <laughs> my other half is like what are you doing you're embarrassing me I'm like shut up and take the picture <laughs> oh yes I, I do understand that I have the, the fake laugh <laughs> so funny nothing's happening yeah <laughs> if, you, it, if I ever look like I'm laughing at a picture I'm definitely fake laughing <laughs> but it looks so effective in photographs so like it's a winner every time exactly I think it's just because it gives you that sense of like relaxing as well it's like oh yeah, yeah having fun. Um, I always find if I'm in a bad mood the picture will be bad like you can just tell yeah I'm just I'll just be like I don't want to be here so that's why I always end up trying to do something like really ridiculous because it will just sort of make me feel kind of relaxed with it all rather yeah. than just like, oh, I hate, I hate being here. I don't want to do it right now. <laughs> I'm cold. Everything is wrong. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> so would you say you've got like a favourite type of clothing to be photographed in? I mean, I think I've got a hunch that you like tool. I get that from your yeah. feed. <laughs> <laughs> Little bit. Yeah, I love any dresses. I find like flowy dresses and tall skirts are just my favorite just because they always look really interesting in a picture yeah like I don't like wearing jeans and trousers as much even though I do wear them sometimes because I just find them a bit like I have to sort of compensate by doing something else to make the picture interesting whereas yeah. it's like a really 
dramatic dress or a really sort of flowy tall skirt sort of speaks for itself which is why I like shooting them as well um and also my followers seem to really like them which helps yeah. so <laughs> I just love I love them so I, yeah. I think as well that they, they, they move really nicely in photographs so it yeah, is exactly. easier than than a pair of jeans that doesn't really do any moving for you so no exactly yeah I just love the movement they give as well it's, yeah it's just gorgeous when you yeah. have something that's really really flowy and it's like wow look at that really <laughs> <laughs> I find for me I like sort of like a floppy hat just because I can kind of grab onto it and pose with it even if I'm not yes. wearing it it's just like a nice thing to sort of play around with in, in photos I don't know if you remember the floppy hat um saga of like 2015 when all bloggers had floppy hats on. yeah i was one of those girls <laughs> yeah me too i actually have a floppy hat picture going up on my feed tonight so oh, i'm excited really <laughs> i still I'm own them precious. i don't wear them as much as i used to back in the day but you know there is always a place for a floppy hat that's for sure yeah i totally agree i love hats i wear hats so much <laughs> <laughs> so like with um locations and ideas for things where would you find uh, like good for people that are wanting to start out sort of taking outfit photographs <laughs> so you don't even have to like really go somewhere super instagramable to start with um, I think people are under the illusion that if you want to do outfit pictures, you've got to go to like Peggy Portions and queue up for ages and buy like a £10 cupcake and, you know, yeah. just try and fight the crowds to get a photo. And it's not the case at all. I personally like very Instagramable places because that's just my style. Yeah. Um, but there's so many bloggers out there who really take pictures anywhere and make it look amazing. Um, there's a blogger I follow called Just, e just Uniform. I don't know if you Oh, yes, I love her. Yeah, and she t she's very good at this. So she'll take pictures in places you'd be like, what, that looks, why would I take a picture there? And she yeah. makes it look incredible. Um, I think as long as you're creative with it, and it just depends what your style is as well, you can really take pictures anywhere um, as long as you've sort of figured out what you want from it, um, which I think really helps when you're first starting out. Not everyone lives in London. Not everyone has like a flower ball at their disposal every yeah. five minutes. So... <laughs> I think if you're just starting out, just sort of figure out what kind of style you want, what kind of like what go for, mood? and then go from there. Yeah, exactly. Um, another good one for this is Chloe Plumstead. She's takes very lovely outfit pictures, and again, she just takes them on the street. And there's nothing yeah. interesting about the street. Like it's just a regular street. Sometimes it's just a plain wall. Like, and she makes it look brilliant. So I think as well, getting yeah, just some inspiration, just sort of figure out what you want to portray for your pictures really helps definitely i mean for me i like uh, photographs in the countryside i'm like total opposite yeah. to, to london um and things even just like a meadow or a field can be really effective because yeah, you can exactly. use like the levels of the grass you could be sitting or you can be standing and just kind of like work with your surroundings really and perhaps yeah, exactly if you are a little bit nervous like try going out early morning or a bit later when it's less crowded in certain areas or try like maybe like a sleepy village something like that so it's there's less people staring at you <laughs> yes i totally agree with this i think when you first start out just don't rush in to go somewhere that's going to be massively busy um because you can just feel so self-conscious when you first start out doing it and Definitely. i think if you go somewhere that's a little bit off the beaten track that really helps and it will just sort of give you time to practice and then build up to the more busy places definitely 
So you've mentioned a few people already that um, you find inspiring. Is there anyone else that you would recommend that people go check out? Um, oh, yes, the people I love. <laughs> <laughs> um, people that are like more probably my style that I love um, and personally inspiring me. My biggest one is Tara Milk Tea. Um, she basically inspired me to start doing Instagram properly. Oh, wow. Um, and I've followed her for years now and I just find her pictures incredible um I'd say that she's like my biggest inspiration um who else do I love I love um in the fro I think she's a fantastic example of an amazing feed that's not necessarily in in Instagram locations as well um I love Cassie Samjay she's gorgeous um who else do I love oh there's just too many gorgeous accounts there are so many aren't there (laughs) I think for oh, me, yeah. I like really like Hannah Gale. She is who taught me how yep. to do the infamous fake laughing, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rebecca from A Cloves Horse. Ah, oh, yes, I love her. She's so nice. Because I love the way she, she colour coordinates and incorporates like nature's colours into her feed. It's just absolutely yeah. stunning. And obviously Siobhan from Just a Uniform because of her yep. like a, more of sort of obscure posing and like interesting shots they can almost look like editorial at times as well so those are yes, my three so. top ones definitely so yeah. yeah I mean I have so many good ones that now I can't even think too many gorgeous accounts on Instagram nowadays <laughs> definitely so yeah I think there's loads out there for everybody it, whether it's sort of countryside you're looking for or more kind of city style there is something for everybody on Instagram and you can draw yeah, inspiration really from so many people. Exactly. Have you got any tips that you would give to people that are sort of starting out with taking photographs, like do's and don'ts, that sort of thing? I'd say there's not really any don'ts. I think if you, you're just starting out, you kind of just have to let yourself there. Just get out there and do it. Um, yeah. Don't be afraid. I think that's the biggest thing. I think a lot of people sit there at home and they're like, oh, I just, I just can't do it. I just don't know. I don't want to start. And I think starting is the hardest part. Yeah. Once you've, you're you out there and you're doing it, it just becomes 100% easier. Um. So I think, and do you as well. You always do you. Don't feel like you need to be anyone else. Don't feel like you need to copy anyone's pictures. I think just be yourself. Think of what embodies you as a person and then embrace that on your feed yeah um, I always say this when people say like how do you decide on a style um I think just take something of your personality so for me like the one element of my personality I always had was that I loved Disney and I loved sort of that idea of being a Disney princess yeah so I took that and then incorporated incorporated it into my feed to make it like the main sort of thing so like you just I always say, yeah, take a bit of your personality that you love the most. So someone, it might be like, I love reading or I love the colour black or I love yeah. the colour blue or, you know, it could be anything. I love the beach. Um, it, it could be like, you know, anything really. Doesn't mean that you just love. And then just showcase it on your feed and express that. And I think that really helps to sort of find a, a grounding for a feed because I think a lot of people are like, oh, it's just too, just too much inspiration out there that I just don't know what I would want to do but I think the best thing to do is just take it from yourself and try and do something a little bit different Definitely. rather than going out and just sort of doing something the same as everyone yeah I would say as well like for me I've always taken photos of someone I feel really comfortable with um, and that for me is my other half because I found that Aww. my best photos are when he takes them because I am so comfortable 
I've kind of yeah, made absolutely. him into an Instagram husband without him realising. <laughs> that's my fiance as well. <laughs> and does he mind taking your photos for you? No, he takes the majority of my pictures. So I'd say that like nearly every picture on my feed is taken by him. Um, he he actually loves it, which is oh, brilliant. That's perfect. It really yeah, he does, he makes it so much more easy because yeah. he likes enjoy enjoys it. Whereas my mom and dad hate it. They literally refuse to do it. They're oh. like, no, if we're out, we're, we're not taking any pictures of you, Jordan. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And if my mom tries, she just gets stressed and angry at me. And I'm like, oh, hello. We oh. have an argument. <laughs> but yeah, I trained I trained my fiance like when we first met. I like took him to Tower Bridge, and I was like, this is how you frame a photo, and this is what I like. And he was like, okay. And he just like nailed it. And I was like, cool. Oh, that <laughs> is awesome. Got better and better. <laughs> Did you sort of like set him up and say, right, this is how I want you to take it. And then I'm going to stand here. And, and then from there, he sort of, does he do it himself now? Or does he need prompting? Yeah, so and... I, I, usually, um, I usually set it up for him to an extent. So I'll, I'll sort of say like, this is what I'm going for. And then he'll sort of arrange, like position me because obviously I can't see what's on the, the yeah. camera at the time. So he'll, he sort of knows what he's doing as well, which really helps. I think certain people have an eye for a picture, whereas other people have no idea. Yeah. Um, so I think find someone who definitely has an eye for a photo. Um, otherwise, you're going to be like looking at it and be like, that's not anything like I imagined. You've so. cut off half my body and it's all sky. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> my mum is a massive culprit for this. Like She'll always do what I call the too much floor problem, oh, which is like bless. it's all floor on like the first <laughs> half of the the shot and then it's just me and I'm like why have you put so much floor in it and she's like I don't know I didn't even notice oh. so it's like oh why didn't you notice that but some people just don't see it and it's fine but yeah I'd say definitely find someone who can sort of frame a shot and sort of know what you want and that really helps as well absolutely <laughs> I would say as well like try and be experimental with moving around with your body and not have like the straight down arms sort of thing <laughs> yeah exactly no i definitely agree like i said i just do really crazy uh movements in my photos and <laughs> just sort of see what happens and yeah like the normally the one that's really weird i'll end up picking because i think it's like kind of cute and unique <laughs> yeah and it's more sort of because you haven't planned to do that sort of pose necessarily it's more sort of organic and natural as well yeah exactly I think just don't think about it so much another tip that I would say is sort of practicing posing in the mirror or even putting on maybe like a song that you enjoy and makes you feel good yeah that you can kind of move to that might sort of help people feel at ease with taking photos yeah that definitely helps I always practice poses if I get like a new outfit that I'm not sure how it's gonna look on camera then I'll sort of practice a pose in the mirror before I go out and then I'll replicate it that is a that good idea that really helps so have you got any final tips that you want to sort of give to people on outfit yeah. photography, even if it's like sort of more behind the scenes, like editing or anything like that? Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot a um, bit now, aren't I? Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> I would say that nothing comes easy when it comes to Instagram. Like it's there's no quick fix to any kind of scenario. And I think a lot of people expect to create an account from scratch and expect to have 100,000 followers within the year, and it yeah. just doesn't happen. Um, and I think, like, if you embrace your own individual style, you create quality content, and you work hard, all those things are really going to help you grow. Um, and I get a lot of messages from people saying, 
oh, can you just like sell your presets and just tell me exactly what to do? And I can't, I can't physically tell anyone what to do because it's such a weird market on Instagram now that it's hard to sort of give one piece of advice, if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I just say like, embrace who you are. And it wasn't really until I sort of looked at my feed and thought, this isn't going anywhere that I upped my game and that's when it started growing yeah and I think like yeah just like so working harder on it and I don't like sell presets because I can't I edit all photos individually anyway um but I always say like don't just get a preset and then just try and make it look exactly like this person who you bought a preset from take it and learn from it and then evolve it and sort of make your own style of editing which is way more interesting than just everyone's carbon copy feed that all has a filter, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's very true. And even if you did tell everything to everybody what you do, etc., it's still not the same as putting in the hard work yourself. Like, you're not going to get the payoff if you're not putting in the effort in the first place. Like, you do no, need to exactly. do some of your own homework and, like, even with you know taking photos you could be sat at home thinking oh I can't do that and sort of maybe trying to talk yourself out of it but if you just go and do it it's like anything practice makes perfect it could be like you know like public speaking is something I am petrified of but I'm sure if I went out and did it more it wouldn't be so bad so it's the same yeah, with exactly. taking photos in public just go out and do it and with time you'll get more relaxed with it and it will be fine so yeah exactly like I've been doing I've been doing this for like five years now it's not like I started a year ago and now I'm here it's like I've learned and learned and learned and sort of evolved everything I do to like a point where now I know what works for me and what doesn't and I think it just takes time to sort of learn how to do that and I think people like sometimes assume that I've grown really quickly because my followers are going up very steadily now, which I'm really, really grateful for and really happy about. But it took me three years to get to 10,000 followers. And now in the last two years, I've gone up to 35,000. So that's it amazing. Just shows that, it just shows that it's like a sort of a snowball effect. And once you know what you want to do, that's going to really help you to grow and learn and create better content over time. Definitely. And if you, like you say, you're being true to yourself and sort of showcasing what you love and your individuality, it's something different and refreshing that people will want to follow on Instagram anyway. So yeah, exactly. It's all about being true to yourself and, and also just enjoying it as well, because that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. I always say, like, don't just do it because you want a freebie. Don't do it because you think like this is going to make you famous or stuff like that I think the main thing to do it for is because you love it and that's yeah. the most important part otherwise you're just going to be miserable it's Absolutely. like why would you go around and do something that you hate just because you might get a free mascara out of it yeah is it really worth it for the free mascara yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think people underestimate the amount of work and then they just like yeah I'll just do it and then they're like oh wait a second this is actually very difficult yeah <laughs> Oh, well, it's been lovely talking to you about photography and Instagram and all of the other bits that we've mentioned. It's been brilliant. So thank you very, very much. Uh, so thank you so much for having me. And I'll put all of the links to Jordan's Instagram, her blog, and also your post on taking outfit photos as well, because that is really, really helpful. It's called yes. How to Nail Posing for Outfit Photos. So I'll link that in the mm -hmm. show notes. So thank you very much.
Thank you. <laughs> you have been listening to the Prosecco Sessions with me, your host, Kat Raymond. If you love it, sub it. And if you enjoyed the podcast, make sure to rate it five stars and share so others can find it. Thank you so much for listening and tune in for the next episode.